Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. We are your hosts, uh, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and we're glad that you're listening in. Um, I know you've got a lot going on in your life, but we feel honored that you have chosen to take a few minutes to spend it with us. That's right. And, um, you know, it's it's funny because we live in this, this COVID world, and it's not even a post-COVID world anymore. It's still very much a COVID world. And, yeah. uh, and you're reminded that, like we're reminded that we just got a call from a, a friend, relative, that has COVID. Yeah. And if you go a few weeks and you're you're not coming in contact with somebody that's had it or has it currently, you kind of get to not thinking about it mm-hmm. and like we're past it. And then all of a sudden, Ooh, it's real again. Boom. It's real again. And it's very much still there. And, yeah. uh, and so a lot of people are going through a lot because COVID isn't just COVID, but what we found, and you'll find this out in the story we're about to tell is COVID brings up pre-existing stuff so people are uh they're not just getting COVID but they're getting a lot of different things yeah and so it's been a rough couple of months here at the Hoover house so if you've gone if you've noticed that we haven't done podcasts uh, used to this was a weekly podcast Mm -hmm. and then we uh, put out the book put out the bible study and moved all at the same time Mm -hmm. and we haven't even told you guys about the bible study yet so oops I leaked that um (laughs) But uh, but we put all of that out at the same time, and then we moved. So we just kind of took the summer off yeah. from podcast world and said, hey, we'll we'll kick back into that as soon as school starts back. That'll be a great time. The yeah. kids will be back in school. Everything will be great, and mm. that's not the way it happened. No, we did get one out. I think we got one out in August. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, we managed like two in the yeah. past six months. Yeah, but, but then... So we we are in new schools, new area, everything, and our kids get in school for two weeks, and then Colby got COVID. Yep. Um, he got COVID mid-August, and a few days later into that, I got COVID. Which means I'm not going into work for a few weeks. Yeah, you know, right. Well, we're not going anywhere for a few weeks. No, because we all quarantined together, and somehow you and Josie, even though we're all in the same house, managed to not get it, which yeah. was amazing. But that was it wasn't fun. But thankfully, we both had pretty. I mean, I had a light case. Colby's was a little rougher, but he's okay. He's fine. So we we go through that for two weeks, and um, things are rocking back along. So so post Colby's COVID, yeah. um, Colby was having headaches. And chest pains yeah. post COVID for about the, pa- the the month afterwards, mm-hmm. and and if you uh, have experienced this, or like I just mentioned earlier, COVID brings up pre existing stuff. So if you had heart stuff or stomach stuff or anything, it seems like after you get COVID, sometimes those things come to the surface. Yeah. Like COVID exacerbates and brings them out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he was having headaches post-COVID. Maybe you were familiar with that and some chest pain. So his pediatrician said, hey, just to cover all our bases, mm-hmm. we want to send him to a um, cardiologist, cardiologist and, and a neurologist. Yes, those. And so we're kind of monitoring this the month afterwards. So yep. he still has this lingering yeah. stuff. Yeah, so he was out of school two weeks where, where Josie was too and um and then he goes back the first day, and bless his heart, he got a stomach bug. Yep. First day back. Yep. Community was down. Yeah. Comes home. He's 
stunk bug, and then he's out two more days, and then he goes back, and he's out. So keep in mind, yeah. we just moved, yep. and we've moved to a new county, a new school system, everything. So Colby doesn't know a soul at no, this new school. Bless his heart. He's there like two weeks, and then he's out for. And he's in three fifth. Weeks. He's in he's in fifth grade. So he's like, all these kids have been at this school their entire elementary existence. Colby doesn't. He's the mm-hmm. new kid coming in. And uh, Colby's a cute kid, so sometimes that works in your favor. <laughs> but he gets in there for two weeks, and then he's out. He's for, like, they're not going to remember my name. Like three, Yes, he was out <laughs> for like three weeks. He's like, no one's going to know me. And I know, I know. So he gets back into the swing of things, and we get back in for a couple more weeks. And then one day I'm driving Josie to school. I dropped Colby off. I'm driving to school, and I'm like, oh, man, my my back's hurting man what's what's going on what's that little twinge in my back and 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 then I get home and I'm like this isn't getting Tell better what Josie said Josie said oh mama that might be your that might be your other kidney stone so, so, so like five years ago I had a kidney stone and they did a scan they're like well you pass this one but there's another one up in there you may not ever see it again or so this from little it. joker's been floating around in you for five or six years yeah. waiting for yeah. a prime opportunity to come out yes yeah, so so she said that, and I was like, oh, I wonder. But I was like, no, nah, it's not that bad. Well, an hour later, it was that bad. It was it was really bad. So I call a neighbor. Like, we haven't lived here very long, and we don't know our neighbors that well, but I called a neighbor because I'm like, I can't drive. And our sweet neighbor took me to the emergency room. I met her there. Yeah, and I was like, yep, this is definitely a kidney stone. So they scanned, and that's what it was. And So in other news, the story just keeps going and keeps getting better. <laughs> We were supposed to leave for the Florida Keys, just Bonnie and me, to celebrate our 25th anniversary mm-hmm. yeah, two, days, two days later. Mm, well, well, I got it on a Wednesday. We were supposed to leave Sunday. So Okay, so a few days later. Yes. So the doctor looks at you and says, mm. you can go, but you're going to be hurting. Mm-hmm. They said, because we need to schedule um, a time to get this out next Surgery. week. Surgery. While you are um, supposed to be in the Keys. So we're like, okay, we're not going to the Keys and so we um, we pushed the, the trip two weeks. Mm-hmm. They let so us do that. They let us okay. do that, and we schedule your surgery, and we're thinking, okay, yep. this is going to be good. We'll go in two weeks. Yeah. We'll get this thing out. We'll be great. So well, this was it wasn't a small stone. It was what it was it. Six, it was like seven, seven millimeters, millimeters, and it's got to come out of a three millimeter tube. Yeah, so that's may might be too painful. much information for y'all, but um, it wasn't fun. Um, but we're like, okay, we'll just schedule the procedure, and hopefully they'll get that thing out. So, so <laughs> that Saturday, I'm like, you know, I wonder. We live on a farm. Well, I are have we a telling John the Deere. real story or the the Daniel fun story? The that, Daniel that made so up much. story. No, it's it's very. It has real part. It's like a based on the movie. It's, it has very real parts, but it's just put in a, a better order. Mm-hmm. So I, the, you're going to tell it, aren't you? I'm, yes, I'm going to tell it because okay. it's it's much better. So don't tell your side. Just let them know this one. This is so much better. So the doctor told us, she said, I can't tell you this professionally, but I've heard that a beer helps you pass kidney stones. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what are we talking about? Like a keg? What kind of like Natty Light? What what kind of beer are we talking about? And she's like, it doesn't matter. Any kind of beer. It's just a diuretic and it'll help you pass. I'm like, on. We could do that. So we go home. Because this would save us surgery and thousands of dollars. Yes, exactly. It's pretty invasive surgery. So uh, we go home. Bonnie says, I wonder if getting on the tractor and cutting the grass would help. Well, it's bumpy, you know. It's bumpy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, listen, you do what you feel like doing. 
and she said, I'm going to try it. There's like, we live on 10 acres. We cut about four. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, a lot of grass to cut. A lot cut. of bumps. A lot of bumps. So as the story goes, I hand her a beer. I say, get on the tractor. Mm-hmm. She gets on it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Country living. So that's not exactly what happened. That's a better story. That's Daniel's story, but... I, I did, I will say, I did try to, to drink a beer, and it the did not help. The doctor's comment about the beer is true. You did drink a beer. But it was not it was while we're driving a tractor. It was the night before. So so details. that Friday, okay, so that Friday, I did get on the lawnmower for like three hours and bump around, and guess what? Like a few hours late the next day, it passed. I Yay! passed the kidney stone on my own Saturday. Before the Georgia game. Before, yep, I was happy. Life was great. And... It was good. So life is good. We're through COVID. We're through kidney stone, mm-hmm. and in two weeks we're going to the keys, and you don't have to have surgery. Mm-hmm. So we thought. Right. Well, this is Saturday. All right. September you, you, the eleventh. Y'all, bum, bum. y'all following the timeline. So Saturday afternoon, she passes the kidney stone. The dogs win. Life is great. We're going to the keys in two weeks. Then we then Colby's like, "Hey, can I go play out in the yard with the neighbor kid?" Sure. Yeah, man, go play. He goes out. I don't know. We, he goes out at like 7, like 10. He's not home. We live on a country. doesn't matter. So I text the neighbor. I'm like, hey, whenever, you know, you get a chance, shoot, you know, tell Colby to come home. So Colby comes home about 10 o'clock. Hey, I'm great. We had fun. Awesome. What'd y'all do? We played football. Bumped my head. It was funny. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, great. Get a shower. Get in the bed. He gets in bed. Mm-hmm. We're laying in bed about 1130. Mm-hmm. Colby comes into our room. Keep in mind, this is the same exact thing that happened a month earlier with COVID and the stomach virus, he comes into our room at about 1130, holding his head, says, I'm about to throw up. Mm-hmm. As good, wonderful, godly <laughs> parents as we are, and we're so nurturing, we like, are you oh kidding my me? gosh, what, are you serious again? Like, don't throw up in our room, go to the bathroom. So we're so mean to him. We push him to his bathroom. He's in his bathroom, crying, holding his head, his his... And then he collapses. Yeah, he he got I got him to the to the toilet to try to get him to throw up, and he just crawls on the floor. Yeah, holding his head, and just he's almost unresponsive. Yeah, yeah, and and it, mm-hmm. it was the scariest thing we've ever been through. So we we get him to the chair, and I'm and we're looking at each other like, what do we need to do? Like I, like ten minutes later, we're laying there on the floor with him, wondering what do we do? And I said, call you need to call nine one one. Yep. So I called nine one one. Again, I've said this a few times, we live in the country, so it took them a while to get here, and they get here, and we're thinking aneurysm, we're thinking, you know, as parents, your Mm -hmm. mind goes to the worst when your kid's Mm -hmm. holding his head and it's unresponsive. Yeah. And so anyway, so they get here, and we're like, hey, we've been monitoring headaches for the past month, post-COVID. He said, oh yeah, he said something about hitting his head. And Josie says, no, he didn't hit his head one time. He hit his head three times. What? <laughs> and Joe, are you serious? Oh, yeah. Well, he hit his head playing football once, and then they went in the house and started wrestling, and he hit his, they hit heads together, and then they kept wrestling, and then he goes against the uh, wall and hits his head. She said, and I thought, I, I, I held up my three fingers and said, how many do you see? And he said five, and I just thought he was being funny. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my gosh. So the... Uh, Paramedics said, okay, I don't think we're dealing with a brain bleed. I think we're dealing with a kid that has had possibly two to three concussions in an hour. Yep. And and we're like, oh, okay. 
So they take him in the ambulance, drive down to Atlanta, and um, we yeah. spend the night in the in the hospital. Yeah. Well, and you did. I spent the night in the parking lot because they'd only let me right. one in at a time. So, That's right. Um, so, yeah. And so turns out he had concussion. And I don't know if you've ever been through that with your kid. It, one, it's really scary. But, two, it's it's quite a process. Mm-hmm. I, it, there's a lot. I mean, try telling a 10-year-old boy, which is exactly what this doctor said, your job for the next two days is to be is to eat, drink, sleep, and be bored. So for about two weeks, Colby mm-hmm. couldn't watch TV. Mm-hmm. He couldn't look at a, a pad. He couldn't read. He couldn't. Yeah. Matter of fact, he, he couldn't really, we couldn't have a lot of lights on in the house mm-hmm. or noise. He couldn't go to the cafeteria because it was too much noise and stimulation. He couldn't go to school. He started going back like for an hour or two mm-hmm. and um, he couldn't go to ball practice, anything like that. And so basically they, he's got these little football, he has a rug in his room that's like a football field and he's got these little football guys and he likes to play them. And they're like, okay, just don't think about, you know, strategy or plays. That's all he thinks about. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a chess player. He's a strategy kid. And so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, yeah. And so finally. Um, I'm telling the, my mom friends, you know, their job that they said is jobs to eat, sleep, drink, and be bored. And they're like, oh, why couldn't somebody tell me that? I know. Bonnie's <laughs> like, that's the perfect prescription. <laughs> For every mom. And, and uh, so, so COVID, mm-hmm. kidney stones, concussion. concussion. And then we finally get to the, the Florida Keys. Keys. Yes. By the time that trip rolled around. So so we were kind of like beforehand. We had planned it back in February. It's 25th anniversary thing. And well, that was great. It was coming up. And I was like, okay. There's, you know, I don't know. I just wasn't really getting jazzed about it. But eh. then by this time. We were ready. I was like, oh, my gosh. I just need to get away. And so Josie away. had put in, you know, Lauren Daigle was coming to concert in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the week before, and she had been invited by a friend of hers, or a friend of hers' mom called and invited, and we were like, no, we do not, if if something can happen, it would happen, right? so no, we're not, our luck, something would happen, and we'd have to fly in early from yeah. the Keys, so right. we just said, nope, she can miss this concert, not a big deal. Yeah. So we get to the Keys, and... Um, and then, yeah... <laughs> bless her heart so so she's that she's riding to school um like on that wednesday she's driving to school and and they're she's listening to the, the christian radio station and they said something about calling in if you've had a celebrity encounter and so she's like with our sitter and she's like let me call in and so she's calling in well she calls and she's josie's persistent if nothing else in life the girl's persistent so she, she keeps calling and calling and calling and calling finally she gets through and they don't ask her about a celebrity story they say okay you're caller 14 and you won tickets to the Lauren. No, 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 they didn't tell her what it was. You won tickets. You won tickets. She misheard them though. Yeah, she thought they said pickets. I don't. <laughs> so, so she gets. That's a common thing to win when you call radio stations is pickets. <laughs> but I guess she's. You were living on a farm. We've got fences. She, and she, she gets off the phone call and tells Nana the uh, the sitter. We call her. She's kind of a kind of a yeah. Our stay at home. Our, our in our in, in town grandparent. And she says. I think I just won a fence. <laughs> and she's like, what? She goes, yeah, they said I won pickets. I'm going to be in so much trouble if they deliver this fence. What are my parents going to do with a fence? I'm thinking, dang, I got a lot of places I can put a fence. That's exactly right. So she's going to get out of the car and in car line. 
and they come over the radio and they say, congratulations to Josie. You just won two, two tickets to the Lauren Daigle concert. Like what? She's freaking out. She goes in school. Best day ever. Then we get a phone call. We got to find a way to get her to. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, dang. We can't say no to this. She won tickets. So we find a way to get her down to the concert. Yeah. And, uh, and all was well with that. All went That great. was good. She had time for life. But even then, we're like, gosh, our minds cannot disconnect from home. But, you know, that that time that we got to go on that trip, with all that had been going on in our lives for the last, goodness, nine months at that point, we're just like, we just needed a breather together. We needed that time away. We just kind of needed a Sabbath, a, a rest yes. of sorts. It was and evident because we slept the first three days we were in the Keys. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we did nothing but sleep. You know, we did. We got there. The when we we slept for a couple hours. Got up and went and ate. Came back and went to bed by nine. Slept till like ten the next day. I mean, we were so exhausted, and. Not only were we physically exhausted, we were emotionally exhausted, and we were just, we needed time to reconnect with each other. Mm-hmm. And if you've been listening to our podcast any amount of time, you know that we, we constantly say date nights, time away, and, and even, you know, to be honest and real, with all we had going on this summer, we were getting pretty slack on that, and we mm-hmm. needed this time just to get back together, and we preach it to you guys, and so, um, so Let's talk about that a little bit today. Why is it so important for you to take a break together in your marriage? Why is it important to, to run away and just um, get just the two of you and, and get some rest and take a break? And that's what we're going to talk about. All right. We call this segment lightning round. Bonnie, I've got questions. you got a one minute timer. You ready? I hate having to answer these questions. <laughs> Here we go. Right, what's the dumbest thing you've ever cried about? Um. Don't cry now. Okay, next question. Answer these questions. <laughs> if you could bring one of your past pets back to life, which one would you choose? Oh, I had a Labrador retriever named Doc. He was awesome. He was fantastic. Oh, I won't tell Allie. Um, <laughs> what's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you? Oh, gosh. In high school, I was on crutches and at a youth supper at the church, um, I fell backwards in on the crutches, pulling the whole table over with me. Ooh, that is embarrassing. Yeah. What does a perfect day look like to you? Mm, getting sleep late, um, getting to then get up and go kayaking, spend some time out on the water, having a fun date, and ideally, I mean, yes, maybe spend some time with the kids, but you too, mostly you. What was the most, <laughs> kids are not going to listen to this, what was the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? I have to answer these questions. This podcast? Stop. Okay, we are back, and we are talking today about just, uh, well, we're talking about all the crazy things in life that happen, but the need to just get away together and and reset of sorts to kind of to um, just be able to get back together and get on the same page, and, and we want to talk about a few reasons or a few things to do. When you get the opportunity to do this, a few things that are really important for your relationship on these times away, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here's here's the the first one is rest, and that was evident. We didn't realize how much we needed rest, mm-hmm. and we didn't really think about our year. And then we get to the keys and we sleep, and uh, and and it was evident about what happened in that year, and what all that we did. And so, for some of you, you're gonna hear this and you're gonna be like, 
yeah, sleeping and rest ain't a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. For others of you, I mean, you were goal-oriented or you got life happening mm-hmm. at a clip and you just don't rest. And what happens is you get anxious, anxiety builds up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you don't really point it back to being tired. You point it back to an- an- anxious mm-hmm. and, um, and those feelings. So rest is massively important well, and god created our bodies to need to rest mm-hmm. it was that recharge and it's it's quite amazing you think you plug in your cell phones at night so they can get full power for the next day and it's amazing how our our bodies have this natural recharging mechanism of sleep and that god gave us that as a gift and and you know we think sometimes i just don't have time to slow down i don't t- have time to rest but jesus encouraged his disciples they were out doing things they were they were they were in ministry, which they're pulled on all the time, and, and they were pouring into all these people and pouring out. And, and I love this in Mark six thirty through 31, he, he said this. It says, the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. How many times do you feel like you don't even have time to eat? I mean, you're so busy. You grab stuff, running out the door, running to get to ball practice, running to do this. And I mean, there have been days I've skipped lunch because I've just been too busy. Yeah, I can say I've never done that. (laughs) I've never, I've never missed a meal because I was too busy. Mm. I love the word in there. uh, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. Mm -hmm. A while. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes a twenty-minute cat nap is good. Sometimes you just need to take a day or two, or or a week like or we a week did, and just veg. Yep, yep. So the first thing is rest. The next thing that's really important to do is reflect. I mean, where have you been over the past year? I mm-hmm. mean, take stock of the good things that have happened in your life and the bad things. What have we accomplished? What What's been so hard about this year? What's been so great about it? Well, because when you're when you're tired, when you forsake that time together, and when you forsake that rest, you don't sit in and and um, you don't the things that come to mind aren't the oh yay I'm so productive I'm getting stuff done no mm-hmm. no no when you're tired and you're anxious, mm-hmm. what happens? It's all you the get bad discouraged. Stuff. It's yep. all the bad stuff. It's all the little things that set you off. Mm-hmm. You know that normally wouldn't. And we don't see, I mean, I was so discouraged because we hadn't done this podcast all summer. Yeah. And I had people asking, hey, when are y'all going to get back into that? And I'm like, oh, I really want to. And I was so discouraged. I'm like, I haven't done, we haven't done anything. Like we haven't posted, we haven't done a podcast. And I was so, so really down on myself. And then we get to the keys and we're like taking stock of this past year. Mm-hmm. So in December, we go on our trip. And on the tail end of the trip, we're finishing up writing the book. And then mm-hmm. January, February, we're putting out the book while doing life and everything else. Yeah. And then in March, we start the moving process, sold looking, out. solding our house, yeah. selling the house. The book comes out in April and we're in the middle of packing. Mm-hmm. And everybody like two weeks, you know, a month later is like, hey, how's the book going? And we're like, oh, we, what we, book? We don't know. Oh we're, my gosh, we're, we're moving, you know. Yeah. And then we were working on the Bible study in the same time, which we haven't told you about. We'll tell you about. And um, stay tuned. And we're putting that out. And then all this and stuff. Then we start brand new schools. We left a school we loved, a house we had raised our babies in. Yes. There was a lot of emotion going on. Yeah. And we renovate this house. And and so it's just, you know, taking mm-hmm. stock mm-hmm. really helped because it, it allowed me to, it, it gave me the excuse, the reason why I needed rest. Yeah. 
Because otherwise, I would have felt. Uh, otherwise, I would have felt bad for taking. Well, and you have this rest. push to be productive. You have this drive that mean you need to be productive, and I I do to a degree. I feel guilty sometimes when I if I take a minute to sit down because I'm I, I'm kind of this body in motion all the time, moving, mm-hmm. and I got to get stuff done. And to take a week away to just sit by water feels selfish in some ways, but it's like no, look at there's there's not just this is not an excuse there's a reason we're tired mm-hmm. and look what we've accomplished and it gives you an opportunity to look back on the things that you've done and say wow take a minute and let's just reflect on what we've done and yeah we've accomplished something mm-hmm. and let yourself have a moment to celebrate that and sometimes that accomplishment's big sometimes it's just you just didn't kill each other yeah and kill your kids <laughs> exactly or like man we've gotten through three kids or four kids of all their activities and we're still mm-hmm. standing and that's a great thing to just take stock of those things so rest and then reflect and then the third thing rejuvenate mm-hmm. um and and enjoy time together this is gonna look different for each couple. I mean, some people we know we've talked to that they plan every second of their vacation. Let's go do Mm -hmm. this, go do that. And that energizes them. Mm -hmm. They love it. But for us, no, it's like, how many things can we not plan? Let's like (laughs) sleep and get up and just see, uh, you know, what do you want to do today? Oh, I don't know. Just eat. And I'm so glad that we vacation the same way Mm -hmm. because that would be bad if you were a planner pusher and, and I was, you know, so, yeah, that's basically what we do on vacation is we just sit and we eat and we sleep. We eat a lot of seafood mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, wherever mm-hmm. we are. And uh, and that's why we've never gone to Hawaii. Because if we go to Hawaii, we've got it, you know, someplace big. we got a sightsee. That's right. Oh. We just want to sleep. Just rejuvenate. Find something that breathes life into you, to both of you, and do that. And then if it's sitting around doing nothing or whatever, but just have remember what it's like to have fun as a couple mm-hmm. enjoy each other just find ways to breathe life into yourself again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth thing is after you rejuvenate or while you rejuvenate refocus just take time to talk about your life i, I tell you that's how this podcast and the marriage adventure and the book was birthed mm-hmm. that's how me getting to north star uh full-time was birthed was when we took time away, mm-hmm. both of those things um, happened while we were sitting by water mm-hmm. with a motorhome, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or just sitting somewhere. And we were reflecting and we were refocusing. Mm-hmm. And God started birthing dreams on our heart. And Bonnie's thinking, great, we're resting. And now we've got bigger, <laughs> we've got more things to do. But take time to talk about your life. Talk about your future. What do you want to do in the next few months? What do you want to do in the next few years? You want to do more of the same? You want to do something different? Is there a new vision for your future uh, that God's laying out? Or should you just stay on that path? But I love those kind of vision talks. Well, and I think we don't make space in our lives for those talks on the regular because we get so caught up in the cyclone of life. Mm-hmm. We're so busy and, and we're just trying to carry out the day-to-day that we don't take stock of what's good and what we don't want to do. We just Sometimes we keep heading down a path and it's not the most healthy for our family, mm-hmm. but we're caught up in it. We just go with it. And then getting away gives you an opportunity to say, okay, is what we're doing a good thing? 
These yeah. five things, are they great? Are they stealing from our mission for what we're called to? But we don't take time to do that. And sometimes we have we fill our lives with so many things and so much noise. We don't have, we don't hear the voice of God clearly. Mm-hmm. For what, God, what do you want us to do as a family? Where are we on mission? And we talk a lot about mission in our book. That's what it's about. And, mm-hmm. and for a couple who talks about mission, we have to make sure we're slowing down enough to and, and have our minds cleared enough and our bodies rested enough to be able to hear from God to make sure we're staying on mission for our family. Well, and that's one of the things in the book we talk about is mission drift, mm-hmm. uh, how we drift off of course and off mission. And sometimes that drift happens by just simply life. Yep. Um, it just takes you. It just takes you off course. So that's really good. Um, Philippians 3, 13 through 14 says, But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on. That emphasis on that word press. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, ugh, I'm, I'm lunging for I'm just making it. But I press on uh, towards the goal for the prize for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. It's that we we do have to keep pressing toward what God's calling us to. And if we don't take time away to hear from God, we don't know what that next is. It says we need to, okay, it's great we've done all these things, but let's set those behind us and strain toward the next thing God's calling our family to. Let's celebrate the wins. Let's just move past the defeats, but let's keep pressing toward what God's calling us to do as a family and as a couple um, because mm-hmm. life can get hard and we can get stuck in sickness and we can just get overwhelmed by our jobs or our parenting. We talk about yeah. that and or extended family stuff or just so busy we lose sight of each other and our common mission. So I think it's so important to just make sure that we're taking time away to refocus together so we're certain we're staying on task and on call on God's call for our lives. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, so if you haven't, go on your calendar and book your next time away. That can be a big vacation. It could be a small vacation. It could be mm-hmm. a, a, a weekend. It could be an overnight, mm-hmm. but something that you guys can do together to just go and rest, veg, rejuvenate and refocus and if you need a good read while you're lying on the beach (laughs) i highly recommend the marriage adventure book you can find on amazon or anywhere you get your books that's exactly right so follow us on uh on social and uh we will talk to you next time thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to this podcast then head on over to facebook and instagram and give us a follow have a great week